Welcome to the Bookbound Ventures Show. Two book nerds, two best friends, just talking about books. With your hosts, Jessica Colloran and Valerie Palmer. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Bookbound Ventures Show. Uh, today we are going to be discussing the book Hidden Pictures by Jason Rakulik. Is what I looked up. We we were mispronouncing his name, but yes, I looked it up and it is Rakulik. <laughs> Rakulik. So if you said it wrong like us, you've now been corrected. <laughs> um, so that is the book we have chosen for um, October for our more of a spooky read. Yeah. Um, so it's been pretty popular uh, this year. I like. Yeah. I I've seen it everywhere. I have too. Yeah, I saw it at Barnes and Noble a lot. Um, at a, a lot of my local bookstores. Uh, my sister read it before I did. I, it's actually been on my bookshelf for a while, but I wanted. I think I got it last Christmas, and I I knew I wanted to save it for like spooky season. Yeah, I think it was a good spooky read. Yeah, uh, my sister read it too. Um, and she is not like a huge thriller reader. I know this is you know, quote unquote more horror, but yeah. um, she actually enjoyed it too. Um, so yeah. We'll get into that in a bit, but first uh, we'll probably just talk a little bit about ourselves. Yeah. (laughs) Who doesn't want to talk about themselves? (laughs) (laughs) So how have things been for you guys? Oh, you know, uh, I have, I do have an update before I get into my kiddos. Um, For those of you that have listened to the last couple of podcast episodes, I talked about my son's fish um, and their favorite fish is baby Yoda. And I am sad to inform (laughs) our listening audience. podcasters that baby yoda has passed on to a better place oh no (laughs) baby yoda is in fishy heaven um which is what i told my children and he is very missed it's quite it's quite sad did they cry about it yes (laughs) and what the sad part is i don't even know what happened to him to be honest he was fine and then i noticed he was like hanging around the top of the tank for like a couple days so in the past when i've had fish pass away they like it happened fast like within a half a day they were gone I, sure. I noticed them acting weird and then boom they were gone well baby yoda just kind of went from hanging out at the bottom to hanging out at the top for like four or five days and i'm like okay maybe he just found a new place to hide because he was so tiny compared to the other fish and then honestly one day i went to clean the tank and i couldn't find him the night before and my husband's like just let it go he's hiding so i went to go clean the tank and he was nowhere to be found there was no carcass I'm pretty sure he passed away and the other fish probably ate him. Oh no. So it was a very (laughs) tragic ending to the baby Yoda life. Like That is very sad. I actually had to get like a little fish stuffed animal for my oldest son because he took it pretty hard. Now he now very sad. Yeah. Now he has a little fish that he named Baby Yoda that he can sleep with to cuddle when he's sad about it. (laughs) So it's funny that you say he hung out at the top because when I lived at my parents' house, I had a a goldfish and I named him Jim. And, and it's a great name for a fish. Well, truth be told, I named him Jimothy Bernard because you know how the name is Timothy, the why isn't it Thames? Yes. And then Jimothy or Jim is James. So like I made a funny and named him Jimothy Bernard. That was his name. But anyways, um, he always would be at the top of the bowl with his stomach up. He looked dead all the time. And that's, he survived like that for years. And then seriously, yes, I moved out of my parents' house. Like I bought my condo and then, um, my parents kept him like after I moved out and was he the he, only fish in the tank? Yes. Because I had other fish with him, but like he ate all the food. So the other ones kept dying. And so oh finally gosh. I just got, stopped getting other ones because Maybe. he was a huge pig and basically killed off, killed off everyone Maybe that's else. why he floated. He was just fat. I, yeah, maybe. <laughs> but he, he would always be, he looked dead like all the time. It was that's very nice. strange. I know. So I don't know. I've, I've Jim is to- now gone, but see he's in fishy heaven too yeah i have come to learn that fish are much harder than any other animal to take care of well i'm, I'm just throwing that out the water there. they are and now we've got an algae problem and i keep cleaning the tank and the algae comes back so i mean to be continued i'm sure maybe the other should... six are not gonna last much longer maybe you should stick with just a fish bowl <laughs> maybe or maybe <laughs> no fish at all maybe i'll just put fake fish in there yeah and then my kids don't have to be heartbroken because <laughs> i won't move though but Oh, that's true. 
They'll get over it. <laughs> They'll get over it. Also, we should mention that we are actually doing this podcast in person today with each other. Normally we record because we don't live by each other. Yes. Um, so we usually record separately, but we're actually hanging out today. We are. Book day. Bestie day. We are going to some of our favorite bookstores later because we both have gift cards that are burning holes in our pockets and yes. we need to go book shopping because yeah. that's like our favorite activity so watch out on our social media because we'll probably be posting things later yeah <laughs> and it's a cold rainy day in michigan so who doesn't want to spend the day in a bookstore so we'll probably get coffee and read yeah. book and go like book shopping and be annoying to other people in the store because we're always like i read this one have you read this one? Oh, i saw this one. Oh, me too i've been wanting to I read that on book talk like, <laughs> yep <laughs> <laughs> the amount of time that we can spend in bookstores is insane. It's pretty bad, like, but also good. It's it's great. Yeah, it's probably one of my favorite activities. Oh, without a doubt, for sure. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, what's been going on with you guys? Um, not a whole lot. I mean, Eli's digging kindergarten, so that's good. Yeah, he's still going through the whole like getting used to it thing. I sure. mean, he's been in for a couple months now, but like he still gets really tired and it takes a lot of brain power going from yeah. like not, you know, cause he was doing school a couple of days, but yeah, not, like, but now it's like day, every, every day, day, all day, yeah. which I still cannot believe kindergarten is all day, every day I know compared to when we were kids, so but sad. that makes me sound old, mm -hmm. <laughs> but he told me, so yesterday he told me he came home from school and he was like, guess what? And I was like, what? He goes, my teacher's having a baby. <laughs> Which I already knew because she like sent out an email. Yeah. And um, he goes, yeah. And I told her to name name her baby Donut. <laughs> I was like, Donut? You know, with kids' names nowadays, I mean, anything can go. That's true. That's true. <laughs> but that's pretty hilarious. Yeah. And so are Donuts one of his favorite foods? I mean, he doesn't really eat that many donuts. Like sometimes <laughs> we'll go. So where I live, there's like a place called Sandy's Donuts. And it's like you know, a pretty popular place, but we'll go there every now and then on like a Saturday, but he doesn't eat a ton of donuts. But anyways, so it's not like was... he's having a donut a day where he's like, no, That's his favorite it was food. just his, his <laughs> apparently, and it, it made it in the email that she sent out of the oh. names that were suggested. Donut was on the list, Blossom and something else. I don't remember, but she's like, I can't wait to record, you know, all the names that are suggested throughout the school year. So That's, I mean, if you dug Powerpuff Girls, Blossom would, wasn't one, it wasn't the pink one, Blossom. I don't know. I never I really watched that. Yep. Shows our it? shows our age difference. Uh, well. I don't watch that. <laughs> <laughs> and, Fine. And speaking of babies, Eli actually asked me, and it's probably because she said she was having a baby, but he asked me the other day, he's like, Are you having any more babies? And for those of you that are listening, I have three boys. Um and I have Eli, who is five, and then my twins are about 20 months old. And um I told him, I said, no, probably not. You know, I was like, don't you think our family's big enough? And he goes, no, I really want a sister. And, um, you know, based on my track record, I've had all boys and I have two older sisters who have also had all boys. So I don't think that's in the gene pool for me. And the twins were unexpected. Yes. Like as far as being a set of twins. So could you imagine if you tried for one more, they'd pro I'm probably not, be another set of twins. Yeah. I'm not going from three children to five. No, thank you. Let for those of you with more, with five children, Congrats and good job to you, but I can't do that. And <laughs> could you imagine having five boys? Uh, no, because you know they'd be boys. Oh, probably for sure. <laughs> That's just the luck I have. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I was like, uh, no, not gonna have any more. <laughs> that ship sailed. Yeah, that ship has sailed very far away. Yeah. <laughs> it, it has lost its sea. It is yes, never coming back. It is back. never. It's in the Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> it is gone. <laughs> Yeah. So that is not happening, but yeah, so that, that happened this week. And then recently I gave, so Josh, I gave him a blanket over the weekend um, because it's getting cooler here in Michigan. Like it goes from being summer weather to being cold, like a 40 degree difference in a couple days. Yep. Um, and so I gave him a blanket and now he carries it around and talks about it and is obsessed with it, has to have it all the time. And he calls it his bee. Aww. Yeah. It's pretty I, cute. And I, I, I always wanted Eli to get attached to a blanket and he never did, but he's into stuffed animals. So okay. yeah. he's like me. Yeah. It is, it is like one of the cutest thing to watch little kiddos, like get emotionally attached to an object. I know. Like, I love it's it. It's so cute. Well, my sister had made, she knitted like this small, I don't know, like handkerchief size, little like blanket thing with a ribbon on it. Uh -huh. So it was, it's meant for that purpose, yeah. like something they get attached to. And he never really did. So I may just give it to Josh or Micah. Yeah. If Eli will part with it. 
Well, yeah, that might be Micah's thing. Yeah. So yeah. I'm just like, yeah, he he never really got into it. But yeah, he loves stuffed animals. He calls them stuffies. And does um, he have a favorite one? Like that he's attached to one or not really? No, he he always goes to bed with like a pile on his bed. Like okay. there's hardly room for him. Yeah. Um that's how Jack is too. He, but he loves Paw Patrol. Mm. Um, so he has a special little I have a basket in his room that holds like all his stuffed animals. And mm-hmm. now he started putting, he emptied the basket and put another blanket in it and puts Chase and Marshall in there. Cause that's their bed at bedtime. Oh, yeah. that's cute. So he, he really loves them. Yeah. Yeah. Aww, that's adorable. <laughs> so cute. Yeah. Yeah. That's like Henry with Delilah. Henry has, Henry's my younger, he's two and a half and he has recently taken a stuffed animal from his brother and deemed it his and he named the kitty Delilah, but he can't <laughs> say his L. So it's Delilah. That's really cute, though. And it's a pretty big stuffed animal, so it's kind of funny to watch him carry it around. (laughs) He's just at, like, that perfect stage of life where everything he does is cute and funny. I have come to realize that, like, two to two and a half to, like, three is my favorite age. I think it's my favorite, too, because, like, I had said to Kevin recently, too, um, that, like, the things Josh is doing right now is, like, kind of my fave. Yeah, Yeah. it really is. Yeah. I cut Henry's fingernails and toenails last night. And for any of our listeners, if your kids are like this, you should message us on one of our platforms because like, are your kids like that? Does Eli put up a stink when you cut his fingernails and toenails? He used to, but not as much now. He does better now. You would think that I'm hacking off their arm. Like I I had to put Henry (laughs) on the counter and like put my whole body against him and like hold him down to clip his fingernails and his toenails. And I got done and he was all upset. And he's like, I just want Dewaiwa in my bank. And he's sitting <laughs> on the couch and I was cooking dinner. And he probably said to me no less than 10 times. He's like, mommy, what buddy? I love you so much, but don't ever cut me again. <laughs> I'm like, First of all, I did not cut you. I cut your fingernails and toenails. Different. Which have no feeling. Different. Second of all, let's calm down the dramatics. <laughs> i'm like okay finally i said okay buddy i got it like i got it (laughs) i get the point yeah thank you oh my gosh (laughs) he he has been loving the rain though he loves to splash and play in the rain and he has rain boots at my parents house and we were over there and we were working on something in the rain in my dad's garage and he was supposed to be inside with my sister and he decided he wanted to come outside, but he could only get one rain boot on, on the wrong foot, mind you. Oh, he didn't have pants on because he had already gotten his pants wet the first time he was out when it was raining. So here comes Henry out the door, a t-shirt, no pants, one rain boot in the pouring rain. And he's like, he came to Mike and he was like, I can't get my shoe on. And Mike's like, okay, let me help you. And so then he goes, um, Mike's like, why don't you have pants on? He's like, oh no. And then Mike's like, Mike's like, well, put your shoe on. And he's like trying to show dad that he can't get his shoe on. And so then he he goes, see? And Mike just happened to be recording. So now he snipped those two parts of the video and now we send it to each other. Like, what do you want for dinner? Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> see? That's awesome. It was so funny. <laughs> oh, that's pretty great. Yeah, they are funny. Jackson lost his first tooth this week. Really? He it did. came out. It came out now. It did in the car randomly, and um, he took it a lot harder than I thought. Uh-oh. He, we were on the way to Grandma and Grandpa's, and he would not get out of the car. He was crying. He did not understand why a piece of him fell out. <laughs> my, my mom finally went out in the car and got him and he cried for like a good 15 minutes on her lap and of course as soon as my brother comes home which is like his idol he comes home and he's like crying and Jacob's like what's wrong buddy and he's like I lost a tooth Uncle Jacob and my brother's like that's awesome that's so cool (laughs) and Jack's like tears off I know it is cool (laughs) immediately fine and I'm like okay great and Uncle Jacob solves everything well, Eli's is loose. Like, I'm pretty sure I told you Eli had a loose tooth and Jackson lost his first. I, well, so you said Eli had wiggly teeth and I was like, oh, I should probably check Jackson's. And I wiggled it and I was like, wow, they're, they're really loose. I didn't even know that. And the next day it fell out. So I wouldn't even like, I would have been shocked too. Had you not like said something about it. it and said, hey, does Jackson have wiggly teeth? I would have been like, oh my gosh. I thought it was out. super early for Eli to get loose teeth. And so the Me one, too. The, I realized it 
because like the one day his tooth looked kind of crooked and uh-huh. I didn't really think much of it. I was like, oh, well, he is, you know, his mouth's little. So right. they're going to get, they're probably going to get crooked anyway. So, yeah. um, and then I looked at it later and it was wiggly and I was like, oh, sure enough, there's like a bigger tooth behind it. It's yeah. not underneath. It's like behind. And so it's taking forever. I know it's taking forever to come out. And so now he's like all worried about it and he's scared and he doesn't want to take it out. And like, we keep telling him that it happens to everybody. Yeah. And like, it's going to be fine. And then I keep telling him like, he can put it in his tooth box. Yeah. And like my in-laws sent us, um, Kevin's old like tooth box it's uh-huh. a little wooden box oh, that you put a tooth in and it has like a face on it and then yep. you put your tooth in it and the tooth fairy will come uh-huh and then some loser kid at school told Eli because Eli's like well I'm gonna get a dollar and I was like who told you it's a dollar like <laughs> I was like I was probably gonna do like 50 cents <laughs> so now some loser kid at school is saying that oh you know it's gonna be a dollar I was like at least they only told him a dollar uh- Okay, so everybody does it different. I yeah. I honestly can't remember everything I got as I think a kid. It was like I feel like I either got a quarter or fifty cents. I'd have to ask my parents. I, I remember. Well, so I didn't always get money. So that's oh, why really? I did it different with Jackson. So I, he actually got like a new little toy train. Oh, really? And he okay. didn't do money. So he's been really wanting this um, train from Thomas the Train, um, Kenji, and he's been like wanting it forever. And okay. so I was going to get it for him for Christmas. And then mm-hmm. this happened. He was so traumatized about it. I was like, okay, well, I guess I'll, I'll get, get it. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then he got, he got Kenji from the tooth fairy. Huh. Okay. That's weird. Mm-hmm. Like, well, not weird, but like, I guess I didn't realize Just people to, did. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I can, I'm trying to remember if, if what I got, if it was a quarter or two quarters. I don't remember. Yeah, at least he didn't say 20 bucks. Right. <laughs> I'm going to go broke with all his right. teeth. Well, you have three kids. I know. <laughs> oh. oh, my gosh. Too funny. We could go on for a long time. About we could. But we should probably get into this book because it was actually a real, it was a good book. It was a good book. It was a great book. I enjoyed it. Yeah. And like for quote unquote horror, I'm not normally a horror reader. We'll get into that more later, like about our thoughts on the genre. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so why don't we get started into the book description? Yeah, sounds like a plan. All right, so I will do a brief uh, intro of the book before we get into all the details. So Hidden Pictures, uh, the main character is Mallory, and she is a recovering addict. Um, her name is Mallory Quinn and she is, uh, yeah, she's recovering. And so she gets a job through her sponsor, Russell as a nanny, and she is going to be nannying a little boy named Teddy and just for the summer, cause he's in school or is going to be starting school. Yes. Um, so she is his nanny for the summer and his parents are Ted and Caroline Maxwell. And she has an interview with them. She doesn't feel it goes good. Uh, it went good with the wife, Caroline, but then Ted got home and he asked like some weird questions and was not very friendly at all. And she just felt, she's like, no, I definitely didn't get this job. And then lo and behold, she did. So she is very happy because she didn't think she would get this kind of job being a recovering drug addict. And um, I'm trying to remember, I think she was like, what, 15 months sober or it was over a year. I don't remember the, how far out she Yeah, was. but like, she wasn't like a drug addict a couple months ago. She had been in recovery yeah, for, for a while. Yeah. yeah. So uh, she gets the job and she starts and really kicks it off with the son, Teddy. They do a lot of fun stuff together and they go to parks and they always are baking stuff together and the family has a pool. So they'll go swimming in the afternoon uh, and Teddy loves to draw. So he makes some really cool pictures for Mallory and gives them to her of like things they do together. And she's like really touched that he's drawing these pictures for her. Um, But then the pictures start to get a little bit sinister and disturbing. And there is another person in the picture and she asks the parents about it. And they're like, oh, that's Teddy's imaginary friend, Anya. And so she's like, okay. And so then things kind of go downhill from there as the drawings get more disturbing Uh, Mallory gets more and more concerned and is wondering what she should do about it. Mm -hmm. And the parents are kind of just pretty laissez-faire about it. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, oh, it's just a phase and like, it's fine. And they don't seem very concerned. Yeah. They don't seem very concerned. And actually Mallory doesn't give them all the drawings right away. 
she um she kind of hides some of them until she figures out if she wants to tell the parents because she also doesn't want anything to go wrong with her job right. so she kind of keeps some of them for herself until she figures out what to do with them right yeah so yeah that is in a nutshell of what we we're going to talk about this is also the goodreads choice 2022 winner so that was another reason we picked it yeah and i obviously i've never read this author before but then i'm thinking he only has like one or two books doesn't he yeah because i actually really enjoyed it and i looked up and i don't i think this is his first like fiction novel i could be wrong but i didn't because like i looked it up and i was like oh i wonder if he has any other books and i think this was kind of his debut novel yeah for like horror fiction yeah okay yeah yeah because i was like i'd never seen him before and then it was all over book talk yeah and bookstagram and stuff so i was just like okay uh Let's give it a whirl. Yep. So hopefully he comes out with more because um, contrary to what some readers thought, I, I really enjoyed it. <laughs> we'll yeah. go into that later. Well, but... <laughs> yeah, definitely go into that more later. But yeah. Um. So after you gave your, your like description of Mallory a little bit, like what were your first impressions of her? Did you find her to be <clears throat> like trustworthy based on her past and her history? I did. You know, she was young enough where I felt like she she had a good run going of being sober. She seemed to want to really put in the effort to better her life despite her past. Um, and we'll go more into her past, but I, I got the impression very early that there was a reason that she had like turned to drugs. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't get the impression that she was like doing it for fun and she just got addicted. And, you know, I, I felt like she to drugs because of something that happened in her past, Mm -hmm. um, which we will talk about. But uh, yeah, so I I kind of felt a lot of sympathy towards her because I was, I felt like she was trying really hard to turn her life around. And yeah, I was happy that she had gotten this job because, you know, I thought maybe it would help her move past the things that she'd done in the past. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I kind of felt, I felt sorry for her, Mm -hmm. like a little bit. just because like she was trying to do better and then like she thought the interview went so bad but like Ted was grilling her on stuff he was he was a jerk he was (laughs) and so I was just like wow like do you really want to work for these people right in a way I was like I hope she doesn't get it but obviously I knew she did because otherwise there'd be no there'd be no book right (laughs) (laughs) so I knew she obviously got it but yeah I was I just felt bad for her and then do we remember how old she she's supposed to be I think she's supposed to be like college. Yeah. But I don't remember like exactly. I picture her being like 21 ish, 21. Okay. Yeah. I can't remember. I don't remember if they said, or if you were just supposed to. I'm sure it was in there somewhere. I just don't remember exactly. I don't remember the exact number either. But yeah. College age is what I pictured her. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yep. Um, so that being said, what were your first impressions of the Maxwell's? You know, obviously I didn't like Ted that much because he was rude in the interview and, you know, wasn't very nice to her and everything. Right. I thought Caroline was okay, but I also got um, impressions of like the housemaid with, with the mom. Gosh, what was her name? Nina? Yeah. Was it Nina? Yeah. Okay. Does disclosure valerie and i are terrible about remembering character names from previous books yes. like we know what the book is about but we can never remember the names it's awful it's really bad but yeah so i got vibes of like she seems nice but then some of the stuff that she said and some of the rules that she put into place i was like okay like she's too good to be true yeah kinda. she's a little weird yeah yeah so um that was my first impression of the maxwell's teddy i i thought he was a, a pretty average kid like he had some weird idiosyncrasies but what kid doesn't yeah so, all kids do weird things yeah and he really seemed to like mallory so that that made me happy for her because they really bonded pretty quickly they did yeah they hit it off really well and yeah. then you know like he drew pictures for her and stuff yeah of them like doing fun stuff together he had a very vivid imagination yeah so they did a lot of that and she was very good at like playing along and you know getting really in-depth into all of his you know like it was mentioned he really liked the Wizard of Oz so they would reenact that when they were playing in the pool and stuff and she just she She seemed like a really good nanny yep and like he wanted certain things for lunch and she would always make it for him so yeah Yeah. I he just seemed like a pretty 
happy kid other than the disturbing drawings which right yeah was odd but <laughs> right well yeah because like she would always have his caroline always required him to have quote-unquote quiet time and i think wasn't he five yes okay so yep. he was five and um caroline required him to have like quiet time during the day and so he would go to his room with the door closed and mallory would hear him talking to someone yes um and like having conversations with someone uh, and they, and obviously they didn't know who it was or Mallory didn't know who it was at first. So she would like go listen at the door. Yeah. Um, and then when she brought it up to the Maxwell's, they were just like, oh, you know, like he has this good imagination and he has this imaginary friend named Anya and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then, so like in the beginning of the book, um, I guess we can kind of talk a little bit about the pictures. Uh, oh yeah. Because the author, I thought this was really cool. Um, but the author included the pictures that Teddy was drawing. So like there'd be a whole page in the book and it would be a picture. Sometimes it was several pages. Uh-huh. I thought it added a lot to the story. I think I mean, so. Yeah. Some might disagree, but I thought it was pretty cool. And it was a cool visual representation of what was going on in the book. And I thought it, it helped to break up the book nicely. Like you'd get a couple of chapters and then a couple of pages of these pictures that kind of tied everything in of what happened in the chapter. So um, yeah, I liked it. But so the the drawings at first were like, okay, this is clear that a five-year-old yeah, right. maybe above average. I thought it was pretty good for a five-year-old. Yeah. But then as the drawings started to get like more disturbing, you're you're thinking to yourself, there's no way a five-year-old is drawing this. Like there was shadowing and depth and it was very intricate. I mean, mm-hmm. my, my sister's going into art and she's going to be an art teacher. And like, it was stuff that like, I could see her drawing. Like it was hopefully not as creepy, <laughs> not as creepy but like, yeah, and, like that detailed and that intricate. And I was like, yeah, this kid did not go from drawing a little bit better than stick figures to, to this realistic people. Yeah. Like, well, I just liked them because like Mallory sits and describes it all. Yeah. And then what you picture in your head because you're reading and you're like, okay, that wasn't what I, necessarily was picturing but then to see it I don't know it just helped me relate to Mallory better because I could see what she was seeing yeah I guess well I always I always appreciate authors that try and go outside the box of you know what the norm is you know yeah because most books don't have pictures especially adult books um I don't know I just thought I thought it was a cool idea for a thriller yeah I liked it Mm -hmm. so uh another character is Adrian he is the lawn care young man so what were your first impressions of him I didn't think much of him at first um just because like yeah they met when they were by the pool Mm -hmm. um and he was just out doing his thing right um I kind of figured that Mallory would like him Mm -hmm. just because they he was good looking blah 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 yeah um but I didn't really anticipate him becoming one of the main I guess did you consider him a main character I mean he kind of became not a he, main, but yeah, he became a good a supporting character. For sure. Yeah, I would say he definitely in the the second half of the book, he for sure became more of a supporting. Yeah, character. yeah. Yep. So I did. I guess I didn't anticipate him growing into a bigger, as role. important of a character. Yeah, yeah I yeah. didn't either because yeah. I just thought like they were going to have that introduction, mm-hmm. and then like she might see him every now and then, but right. I didn't really anticipate it becoming more. Yeah. Yeah, so you, you didn't anticipate them like getting together as like like liking each other. I mean, just based on her reaction to him, like I, she thought he was attractive and stuff. I thought maybe it could, but uh-huh. like I said, with him just being the lawn, like he was just there to cut the lawn and sure. then he was leaving. Yeah. Um. So I didn't really anticipate more. And then once when you found out more about Mallory running and going past the flower house. Yep. And the flower house was actually Adrian's parents' house. So then, like, once she realized where he lived and then they had more interactions, yes. like, then I realized, like, okay, this is going to become something. Yeah. Although I was not happy with that. was probably the biggest thing I was upset with her in the book. I mean, I get why she did it, but I felt like she should have been upfront with him right away. So she lied and said that she was currently going to college and she was on the track team and like told him all this stuff. Like never, like she's never been to college. She never went to college and she was a previous drug addict. So like totally opposite from what her actual past was. And I felt that she was doing so good that she should have been honest with him from the get go because he didn't seem like the kind of guy that would have been like, oh, I'm not, I don't want to talk to you anymore or whatever. But obviously that was her fear. So she kind of put on this 
facade of what she had envisioned for herself Mm -hmm. prior to getting into drugs. Yeah. I mean, I guess I don't fault her for lying because she wanted to make a good impression to him. I get it. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, the longer it went on, like the worse it got, because like they started to like each other more. And then, you know, we'll probably talk about it more later, but when it finally came out yeah, that she, you know, what her past was like, yeah, he was upset. Well, yeah. Cause she let it go quite far, uh-huh. you know, like they went out on a date together and like, they, they had some serious connection together and she kind of like, she met his parents and then his parents' friends. And like, she just kept building this giant lie. Well, and of- she lied to his parents. Yes. Cause like he had said like, Oh, she's at this college on the track team, blah, blah, blah. And yeah. like, they asked her stuff about it and she just kept going with more lies. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like, especially once she met his parents, she should like, before she met them, she should have like come clean to him so that at least she didn't have to lie to the parents. Right. <laughs> so, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was not great. Yeah. On her part. <laughs> no. So, so going back to when Mallory first got the job, um, Caroline had made it pretty clear that there was a bunch of different house rules for Teddy. Yeah. So what did you think of the house rules? Like, did you think it was kind of weird or did you just go with it because the Maxwell seemed kind of weird? Both. I kind of, given where they lived and kind of how it was like an affluential area and like everybody seemed to be fairly wealthy, I kind of just... I know this is kind of stereotyping, but I figured they were kind of like weird modern day parents that can sometimes just have like overbearing rules for their children. Like helicopter in my parents? Opinion. Yeah, helicopter okay. parents, in my opinion. Okay. And obviously everybody can parent how they want, but like some of the rules I'm like, oh, okay, that's a little bit much. But um, well, I partly thought it was because like, well, based on the description of the neighborhood, it made me feel like they were higher class mm-hmm. a little bit. And yep. so- Caroline wanted to keep this impression of, you know, like her image. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And she wanted to keep like a good image of herself and like their family. And so these were the rules that were put in place. Yeah. So like, for example, um, one of the rules was she could not talk about like Christianity or anything. Right. Cause she was, Um, she was religious. Yeah. Mallory Mallory was was. religious. Yeah. Yeah. But then like, they were not at all so she's right. like you can't talk about like, everything is scientific yeah yeah so if if teddy asked her questions like she she wasn't supposed to answer them like a certain way mm-hmm. um uh he couldn't watch any like kid shows or kid stuff like he was barely even allowed to watch tv at all and then they would have like family movie nights and they watched The Wizard of Oz, which, uh, hello, how traumatizing for a five-year-old. Like, yeah, that's got I'm some gonna, creepy stuff in it. I'm an adult and I still remember those stupid flying monkeys. Like, yeah. <laughs> so like he would watch very, I think, wasn't the Titanic? That was one of them because they reenacted being like stuck on the boat in the pool. Oh, I don't I think you're right. I yeah. forgot about that. So like very adult movies. That was the only TV he was allowed to watch and it was few and far between. And they would have like family movie night and watch these like very adult movies. So yeah, I, yeah, I thought like, okay, he's still a kid. Like you can still let him watch a little and couldn't bit. He, wasn't there something about food too? Like you couldn't eat. Yeah. Like junk food. Yeah. Yeah. Like you couldn't have candy or sweets or whatever. Like it was yeah. super. Yeah. yeah. Very it was strict. just very strange yeah like oh and she wasn't supposed to um that was the other thing the clothing so teddy always wanted to wear the same purple purple striped shirt and so caroline went and bought like a bunch of them because mallory was having to like continually wash the same shirt and caroline would tell her like lay out other choices and encourage him to pick something else but ultimately let him only wear what he wants to wear so yeah he only wore this purple shirt so he like, always wanted the purple shirt yeah and i was like okay at some point you just like hey this is what you're wearing today <laughs> like right. so i was like yeah. okay <laughs> yeah but i mean there's so many different parenting styles that i guess i kind of took it with a grain of rice and i was like yeah they're weird rules but i mean it's their kids so right they're paying her and so i guess she kind of got to go by what they want to do so so. yeah yeah so um should we we probably should talk about like why mallory got into drug addiction before we get into like the latter part of the book okay 
Um, so she actually got addicted to drugs because she had a younger sister that she was very close to and was in the car with, she was, Mallory was driving and she was driving her sister and her sister's friend to do something. And they got in a car accident and, um, her sister died. Mm -hmm. The friend was okay. Mallory was okay. Um, and her sister died. So she blamed herself because she was driving and it was very traumatic for her because she she was not close with her parents at all. I don't her think her dad was kind of like a loser. Yeah, and her dad wasn't really in the picture. So she um she took care of her sister a lot growing up and she was just very connected with her. And so that kind of just threw her off the rails. And then she went, you know, off the deep end. Well, and part of that too was her mom. So Mallory, I think, had plans that day yes. or something. And then her mom was like, Well, I I can't take them to this. Was it a concert or something? It was like a, wasn't like a, like a comic book, like some kind of comic book. Oh yeah. Thing, Cause they were all dressed up and That's everything. right. It was, yeah. yeah. So, um, and Mallory was like super annoyed about having to drive them to this thing. Cause they were like being all weird and giggly and whatever yeah. in the backseat. And so like, she was not in the mood to take them to this cause Mallory was supposed to go somewhere. I don't remember uh, what Yeah. It was. She did have plans. Yeah. She had plans for something else. And so I think she probably felt guilty and stuff after the fact, you right. know, like she was all angry driving there and then they got in a car accident and her sister died. So, yeah. Oh, and she, didn't she get like a, like a phone call or a text or something? That's what it was. She yes. had a track meet because she was injured. She was a very good track athlete That's right. in, in high school and she had a track meet, but even though she was injured, she always went to support her teammates. Yes. So she was like, kept checking her phone to get an update from her friend yes. to find out who got first in the track meet. Mm -hmm. And she blames herself because she thinks she, she doesn't really know because her phone was destroyed in the accident. So she never could go back and look at like when, what the scores the were or like when she sent the text or whatever. But I think she blamed herself like being distracted while she was driving and stuff. She I was waiting that. for, cause there was like the little bubbles or whatever. And yes. she was wait and she was looking at it instead of paying what? attention. Yeah. 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 That's right. Yeah. So poor girl. I know. I mean, I'm not. I'm not saying no wonder she got into drugs, but I mean, obviously that's a super traumatizing event because yeah. she, she was already injured, and I think she figured, what's the point of continuing to run track? And then she just kind of went downhill from there and got into drugs heavily. So that's kind of her past. So I, I definitely felt a lot of sympathy for her after finding that out. Not that I didn't before, but like it really drove home about why she was the way she was. Yeah. So. All right. So, uh, let's see. So did, so the next thing was, um, so we, we were talking about the drawings earlier. Yeah. Um, and so he kept giving or Teddy kept giving her more like weird drawings. And like you yep. said earlier, they were getting more and more like intricate and more detailed. Um, and then Mallory was like super concerned about him. Um, and told Adrian, actually, she confided yes, in him. She confided to Adrian and he was like the only person that would listen to her about these claims she yes. was making. Well, and kind of sort of the crazy neighbor. Yes. <laughs> and we, well, Mitzi was the name of the crazy neighbor next door. Yeah. Um, and so she, Mallory had gone to the Maxwell's, like telling her about some of the things that she was thinking about Teddy. Uh -huh. Um, and they just kind of blew her off and just thought she was really strange and was just like, well, we don't believe in, you know, ghosts or, yeah. you know, these types of things. And, yeah. Um, well, yeah, because Mallory started to suspect that Anya, his imaginary friend, was actually like a ghost and yeah. like a presence that was kind of taking over Teddy a little bit. And she was actually the one doing the drawing and like, yeah, just working through Teddy and yeah, like Maxwell. using his body and his yeah. hands and stuff. And the Maxwell's wanted none of it. Right. So do you think that Mallory's concerns about Teddy were warranted? Yeah. Those drawings were super creepy. Yeah, I do too. Like, like, that, like if Eli gave me a picture like that, I'd be like, whoa. Yeah. I mean, we're talking like a ghoulish figure you know, like very cryptic, like a guy dragging her through the woods, like a girl getting strangled. Like they were very disturbing. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think her concerns were valid. And I was, I kind of remember thinking while I was reading the book, like, why aren't the parents more concerned about this? Like, how yeah. can they, how can they just think that this is like 
an imaginary imagination yeah like an artistic expression i'm like he's five right and he doesn't even get to watch tv so right, like so where would you where would you get pictures of like killing people and uh, right you know yeah. like if eli did that i'd be like what yeah like, so where did you learn that yeah it's not I, paw patrol right <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i remember thinking like uh okay can somebody take this girl seriously like no wonder she turned to outside sources yeah because like the parents weren't listening no so no they weren't yeah so yeah she she turns to adrian and like i thought for sure adrian would have been like you're nuts i thought he was gonna like freak out and bail he didn't he was like he was like into it he was really supportive and then she ended up going to the crazy neighbor because um she saw a lot of people going to this neighbor's house and come to find out she was like a a fortune teller didn't she read hands or read palms was she like a tarot reader or something yeah or, so or she, psychic or i don't know yeah like that. so she thought okay well i'll go to this lady and see if she has any ideas or suggestions and stuff and um so they ended up doing like a seance ouija board mm-hmm. session thing um and they they mallory thought they made contact because there was like a bunch of stuff and like the little i don't know what that's called i forget but the little thing the on thing the, that you hold yes yeah. on the ouija board that likes moves all around the board to the was, letters yeah it was going crazy and was like doing all these letters but it was all gibberish it didn't spell anything right so then she's like well maybe it was mitzi moving it or whatever well, so mitzi she was blaming her yeah she's like you're not taking this seriously like you're moving it and blah right. blah blah yeah yeah so then she kind of had a falling out with mitzi yeah and then she didn't talk to her again after that yeah because mitzi was like mad at her and was like you you know you're not taking this seriously this isn't a joke blah, yeah blah, blah. like we aren't right. gonna make connection and then because um mallory had like felt a lot of pressure and like pushing from um the ghost or anya or whatever yeah that was in the room uh and then they ended up stopping because mitzi got all upset and was just like yeah you know, this is a joke to you. Right. So Mallory uh, uses Adrian and his mom's connections because she works at the library. Um, and because there was an old story in the town that there was a niece of the guy that used to live in the Maxwell's house. And the there was like a little shed that Mallory lived in that Caroline converted into like a small little apartment thing. For like a pool son. house. Yeah. Yeah. So that used to be where this guy's niece stayed and his niece's name was Annie and the story went that um she was abducted or taken by a guy um and supposedly killed you know they yes. they never actually found her body right but um yeah so uh Mallory thinks that it's Annie communicating to Teddy and cuz she figures Anya Annie similar mm-hmm. name and everything so she's trying to use Adrian and his mom's connections with like the town history to figure out, you know, what happened to this Annie who could have killed her. Um, It was said that she had a child, like what happened to the child? Did she have a child? So uh, that was, that was who Mallory thought was communicating with Teddy was this Annie. So um, yeah. So what did you, what did you think about that? I don't know. I like, at that point, I was just kind of, I didn't know what to believe, I yeah. guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. You know, so there's a lot like, going on. Yeah. So I was like, I just need to keep reading to figure out what's happening next, mm-hmm. I guess. So I wasn't really sure. Yeah. Yep. So um, probably could get into the ending now. I mean, the, yeah, the, honestly, there were so many twists that it was like a good quarter of the book was just the ending and explaining everything. Yeah. So um, long story short, Mallory ends up getting fired. Because they think that she is using drugs again. So the Maxwells fire her and Caroline says that she wants to throw her like a going away pool party because they don't want Teddy to know that like things ended on bad terms. They want they want him to think that she's just like moving on and yes. doing something else. Yeah. Which I thought was super weird because I'm like, okay, they just fired her and now she's going to live in the pool house until Russell can come get her. Meanwhile, right. Russell was on vacation yes. and he had to cut vacation short so, so he could come pick her up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, so they threw this little party and Mallory was talking to Teddy and was I don't know I don't know how they got on the topic but Teddy said you know I really want to go on an airplane my daddy said that he'll take me on an airplane she's like well you've been on an airplane because 
prior to moving to this town, um, the Maxwells told Mallory that they lived in Barcelona. And she's like, well, you've definitely been on an airplane because there's no way to get back from Barcelona to right. the United States other than airplane. Exactly. <laughs> so he's like, no, I've, I've never been on an airplane. And she was, she thought, okay, something's not right because he was a super smart kid. Mm-hmm. And she goes, there's no way he wouldn't have remembered being on an airplane. Right. So she confronts the Maxwells and they're like, no, he's just remembering wrong. Like he was really upset. So we gave him Benadryl and I didn't Ted so slept the whole time. Yeah, And Ted said, I didn't realize Caroline gave him Benadryl and I gave him Benadryl. So he got a double dose. So he just slept the whole time and then woke up when he got here. And she was like, uh, okay. And she kept pressing things further with like the drawings and everything. And then the story thickens and they're like, well, Teddy's not actually a boy. He was born a girl. And she's like, what? So then like, that was a little weird. And as a reader, I was like, okay, that is not. Didn't she, didn't she figure that out because she was helping oh, Teddy she, change his yes. bathing suit or something? That's right. That was the other thing she could yeah, about. She, yeah. She went into their house and was like, why didn't you tell me that, that Teddy was actually a girl? Cause yeah. like she hadn't seen anything until like she. He That's was in the right. shower. He was taking a shower after, after the pool. The pool. Yep. Yeah. And so then she was like, why didn't you tell me? Like, yeah, Teddy is actually a girl. Right. So she confronts him on that. And then at that point, um, things escalate quickly. And the Maxwells figure out that she's figuring things out. And yeah. then they knock her out. Yes. And drag her back to the, the like, the place that she was staying, the little shed The thing. little pool house thing. Yeah. yeah. And then they ended up, like, tying her up in a chair. Yes. Yeah. And then it's revealed what's really going on. So <laughs> Caroline and Teddy, I, I had a feeling they were not like genuine people. Like I had a feeling they were hiding something. Did you? Oh, yeah, I did yeah. too. Yeah. That there yeah. was something weird going on. Yeah. So and I didn't feel like they had, based on some of the comments that Ted made about Caroline, I didn't feel that they had like a strong marriage either. No. And he like randomly flirted with Mallory. Too. Yes. And he, that one time he was like in her bed naked and she came home. Yeah. And he was, he, he, was, he was drunk. drunk. Yeah. yeah. So there, there was some weird things in there. Yeah. Yep. So I I'm trying to remember, I can't remember. I apologize. I can't remember where they lived prior to this city, but wherever they lived prior, um, they were trying to conceive a baby they weren't having any luck. Um, they weren't getting pregnant and Caroline would go to this park and she would always see this woman painting and drawing and had a little girl sitting on a blanket. And she was always disgusted with the mom. Cause every time she saw them, like the little girl was just on her mom's phone, like watching videos and, you know, playing games and stuff. And she felt that the mom was neglecting the daughter. And she's like, if I was a mom, I would never do that. Like, how can you you know, come to the park and not pay attention to your kid and like kind of got obsessed with her Uh to the point where she was in the park one day and the little girl started to chase a bunny, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, Because there was a lot of bunnies in the drawings drawings. that Teddy did. Yeah. So she started to chase a bunny and Caroline followed the little girl thinking like, well, see, the mom doesn't even know that like her daughter's wandering away. Yeah. So she follows the little girl and then eventually the mom comes. Um, The mom's name is Flora and she is clearly a a foreign woman um and doesn't speak very good English and so she's like yelling at her and saying you know how could you not like watch your daughter and then Flora's yelling back in her language and or no not I'm sorry not Flora that was the little girl was the little girl uh Margit yes was the mom's name so yeah so then Caroline tases Margit the mom and it kills her Mm mm-hmm Cause she had like a, it said she had a condition, right? Like some, the taser effect affected her in a certain way. Cause she had like either a heart condition or. Didn't Caroline end up strangling her too though? Well, so I, that was like, I don't know. That was kind of left up to readers okay. choice. I thought okay. because yeah, because all the pictures depicted her being strangled. Yes. And yeah. that's why I wondered that. Yeah. So anyway, Caroline. Or, did, or was it Ted? Because oh. Caroline made him go back and deal with and she wasn't fully dead yet yeah that's so right. i think ted actually strangled her, strangled and, her. And that's right he is the man from the pictures that's right dragging so the body in the woods. yeah, yeah. caroline so they, tased her she thought that she was dead and was not yeah and so she made ted go deal with margit's you know go yeah. kill her off and deal with the body and whatever right and yeah. then they take flora 
Yes. And hit the road and run away Mm -hmm. and have been living this life that this is their child. So that explains why Teddy is a girl because they have just been trying to get Teddy to accept to be a boy. They they were just trying to like disguise this child. Yeah. yeah, So that people didn't figure out the truth about right which is why that they stole this the kidnapped this little girl yeah which is why he always wanted to wear the purple shirt yeah because he felt that that was girly and um he never wanted to play with other kids well other boys i should say which he was very uncomfortable and so now he is actually a she yes it's it's a biological girl (laughs) that they have just been passing off and just dressing in boy clothes well and she hated getting her hair cut yeah. So, because they would always cut her hair to be a boy's haircut. And, and she, she wanted would, long hair. She would freak out when they cut her hair. Yeah. So, yeah, it turns out Teddy is actually Flora. So, that is, like, a huge twist. Yeah. That the Maxwells have, like, committed murder and then kidnapped this child. Yeah. So then, because Mallory figured this all out, Caroline is like, all right, we need to, yeah. you know offer we can't yeah we need to get rid of mallory yeah um and then well first should we we talk about the crazy neighbor lady well i was gonna say mallory wasn't the only one that figured it out mitzi did too yeah mitzi the crazy neighbor lady um was learning like figuring stuff out too and so randomly one day um there's a bunch of like police at the neighbor's house Uh uh-huh and so well no backtrack her and adrian go over there yes because they had figured out they wanted to go talk to her and see if they talk to mitzi and see if they could talk about the um what's the word the ouija board like yeah the stuff that the, the yeah. communication of the, the letters yeah, they, wanted they to, thought well maybe it's in a different language yes and yeah. so they wanted to go back and talk to mitzi to figure out um to see if they could like decode what the message was yeah and then they went to her house and they realized like the TV was on and they kept asking like, Mitzi, are you here? Whatever. And they went and checked her bedroom and all this other stuff. And she wasn't there, but there was, um, weird stuff in the house. Like drug there was, paraphernalia. yeah, there was like yeah. drug paraphernalia. And like Caroline and Ted had always said like, yeah, she's just a druggie and yeah, you know, kind of a weird lady. Um, and don't believe anything she says. Right. And so, you know, there was needles and, um, like the bands to yeah, cut off your circulation and whatever you call those yeah. things. I can't think of what they are. But um, yeah, so those were on the house. And while they're there, like looking through stuff and to figure out where she is, the police end up coming. Yep. Um, and then they kind of get interrogated. Like, yeah. what are you doing here? Why are you, you know, how right. did you know Mitzi? And blah, blah, blah. And it come, they come to find out that Mitzi had like walked off into the woods um, and died of overdose in the woods, like in her nightgown. And Mallory said that was super weird because that was out of Mitzi's character. Like Mm -hmm. she was kind of a homebody and didn't really leave her house without any of her jewelry or, you know, totally put together. Yeah. Yeah. And so for her to be outside in her nightgown at night alone was super unlike her. So she thought that was super weird too. Yeah. Um, So she wasn't sure that, she thought Mitzi like overdosed on her own doing. Yeah. Did yeah. you think she did? No, I thought there was something else. going yeah, on. Yeah. I thought so too. Yeah. I thought there was something else. Just for what you said, like given her, how she was described in the book, I just thought there was no way yeah. she would have gone out. It was totally like foul play involved. Yeah. 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 So then you come to find out, should I tell what really happened to Mitzi? Yes. Okay. So come to find out like Caroline had set it all up. Like she needed to off Mitzi because she was finding stuff out. So she um, ended up giving her a bunch of heroin. Yes. Um, and overdosed her. And then how did they get her out? Did she drag her body out there or what was the, I don't remember what happened there. Yeah, I don't remember how that. she got to the woods, but either way, they found her body like in the woods in a nightgown. Yeah. Um, and then um, later, Mallory is tied to the chair in the pool house, and Caroline's going to do the same thing to her. Yes. Yeah. Is, is what the plan is. Yeah. Um, but there's still uh, like, there's still the part about. So Annie, the one that they thought the ghost was, that was communicating. So that was another part that kind of tipped Mallory off 
uh, about things being amiss because Adrian went to this town like four hours away to talk to supposedly a relative of this Annie mm-hmm. who they thought Anya was. And so come to find out Annie never even died. She got pregnant by a black gentleman. And at the time that was very frowned upon. And so she ended up leaving town with this guy and making a life for herself in a totally different town. And like her family was so ashamed that they made up the story about that her she died. Yeah. yeah. So she was fine and well and had a couple kids. And uh-huh. so Adrian went to this other town where she lived and found all this out. And then he was like, Mallory, something's wrong. Like this is not. Anya is not Annie, you know, the Maxwells are up to something or whatever. Yep. So, um, so yeah, they have Mallory tied up and Caroline tells her everything about like who Flora is and like how Teddy's really Flora and, and Margit is Anya and all this. And, but then she leaves to go and get things in order. Teddy's asleep in the house. This is all happening in the middle of the night. And then Ted comes in, unties Mallory and totally spins it like I'm in love with you. We're yeah. gonna run away. Caroline's crazy. Like pack I, your bags. Yeah, I never wanted any of this, but like when I saw how happy she was once she finally got a child, like I just couldn't let her down. And so I've been going along with this, but it's been eating me up all these years. Mm-hmm. So he's like, I love you. Let's go. And she thinks he's crazy, and but is willing to play along because she wants to escape. When she knew Adrian was on his way back yes. from that other or that other city, so she's yes. waiting for him to come back to the pool house. Yeah, knowing that hopefully he could quote unquote rescue her yep. in a sense. Yeah. So they're going through all this, and um, oh well, that's ah, I remember we were debating this before we started the podcast. The reason Caroline left is because she injected her with the heroin she thought she injected she thought she killed her oh yeah yeah, you're right and then when ted showed, and mallory thought she was dead too because she like kind of passed out yeah but then ted showed up and she was not dead and he's like i switched it it was just like i don't know it was salt water so it was i don't it, remember what he put yeah i don't remember it, what yeah, it, was, it was it was not heroin. he had swapped what was actually in the yes so that's whatever. yeah that's why caroline left I was, yeah because yeah, he thought that she, she thought, thought she would come back and she'd be and dead. she'd be dead yeah. yeah so ted comes in and tells her all this unties her um but then caroline had actually put cameras in this house that mallory was living in so mm-hmm. then she is able to see that ted has come and is going against her basically and did you know, that she wasn't actually dead. Yeah. So then Caroline comes back with a gun, shoots Ted and um, Mallory's trying to escape and she orders her to grab a knife uh, and says, okay, well now I can say that you were coming at me with a knife and I shot you out of self-defense. Right. Um, but then Ted is not actually fully dead and he grabs Caroline and gives Mallory enough time to run away and grab Teddy. Yes. Out of the house. Yes. And then she like runs away with Teddy and through the woods or whatever. But then she hears Caroline coming after her. Yes. Um, so they end up um, crawling up a tree. Yep. And this then, tree that they frequently played in. Yeah. Yeah. And so she told Teddy, like, we have to be really quiet. Yep. You know, like, even if you see your mom, like, we can't, don't say anything. Yeah. Yeah. So then, like, when their mom comes, all of a sudden, like, Teddy, do- he does go down the tree, doesn't he? He does, because the tree that they were playing in was one that they played in often, he and Mallory. And they were, like, collecting stuff in, like, this little hole in the tree. And they had found, like, an old arrowhead. Oh, yeah. And they were, right. like, putting all these, like, trinkets that they found in the woods. That's and right. they put that in there. Uh-huh. And, um, yeah, so Teddy does go down the tree and gets the arrowhead and, and then obliterates Carol. <laughs> Yeah. Which I'm not going to lie. I was a little disturbed about, like, I know that the kid was kidnapped, but I'm like, just picturing a five-year-old going. Yeah. But it was the, it was Margit. I thought the ghost of Margit that took over him. Yeah. Yes. And it was. Yeah. Yeah. But it was so creepy. Yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah. Totally killed Caroline, like in the middle of the woods. Yeah. And then the police start coming and, um, Mallory actually takes the blame for it. She does. Yeah. Yeah. Because she didn't want Teddy to get in trouble. Yeah. But yeah, it was Margie mm-hmm. that was like forcing his hand. Of, yes. And she, Mallory knew that because she had walked in on Teddy one time drawing and like his eyes were rolled back in his head. Yes. And so she knew that like 
Anya was overtaking Teddy in that moment. And the same thing happened in the tree. Yeah. And so we find out that Anya is actually Margit, which is Flora's mom. Yes. And Anya actually means mom in her, in In their language, language, wherever she's from. Yeah. So then I guess what happens after that? Like eventually, well, the, the, um, Flora had a dad. Yeah. So yeah, then they get so, in contact with him. Yep. And then Mallory comes clean to Adrian that she's a former drug yep. addict. Yep. And he got like really mad about it because they were supposed to go out on a date. Yeah. Then like he left. Yeah. Because he was mad about it. But then um did she spend some time in jail or not? I don't remember. Mm-hmm. For kill or for for well, for taking the blame for killing Caroline. I don't remember. But anyways, towards the end of the book, like um Teddy, quote unquote, Flora, um, ends up going back to live with her dad. Yep. And her cousins and and is um does obviously doesn't dress like a boy or act like a boy because obviously she's back home now. Yeah. Um, and she was playing with her cousins and everything. And then Adrian and Mallory go visit her. Yeah. Adrian forgives her and they get back together. Yeah. Yeah. And so they go visit her. And it was just kind of awkward. It was. I was a little surprised about that. I kind I was of, too. I kind of envisioned her like, um, envisioned Flora being like really happy to see her and like yeah, kind like, of she kind of saved her life. Yeah, and connected with her again. But then, like, I guess in the last few pages of the book, you're like she's kind of blocked it out. Obviously, uh-huh. because she was taken over by Margit when she killed Caroline. Yeah, she, so really she didn't really remember know she that. Did that. Yeah. yeah. So then at the end, it's kind of like the book was written as, um, like, as if Mallory needs to tell all this to Flora someday. Right. So she was like documenting all this because Flora's dad. She's going to want to know. Yeah. Said eventually she's going to have questions and she's going to want to know. Yeah. And so that's why Mallory. Yeah. So they kind of kept the door open to yeah. have like a relationship in the future. Yes. Yeah. Yep. So that is the book. Yeah. So did you feel like this was a legit horror book or a thriller? I didn't think it was a horror book. I've read several horror books and it just did not fall into that category. For me, I felt like it was more of a thriller. Considering I read it, like normally I'm not, I don't read horror. So considering I read it and didn't like just stop reading it. I mean, yeah. I guess I felt like it was more of a thriller too. Cause like, don't you remember ba- uh, baby teeth was considered a horror too? Yeah. And, and I, I didn't think that was a horror. Yeah. Not really. Well, and I think what really distinguishes horror for me is like, yes, there was a ghost presence in this book and a supernatural yeah. force. So like paranormal. Right. But in a, a sense, it wasn't a, mal- it wasn't a truly malicious ghost. And no. like, she was never overtaking Teddy to like demonetize him or like that was never her intent no. her intent was just for everybody to find out the truth and to save her daughter yeah she was because just getting she, a message out yeah because she, she couldn't any other way and she really didn't do anything other than use drawing like right. she never like she hurt the maxwells or no. she ne- you know it was never anything malicious like that so that i guess that's what kind of separated it for me because a true horror novel i feel like it would have been like a horrible presence and like, like doing more all... demonic things yes i guess yeah yeah so i guess that was my my opinion yeah Take it or leave I, it. but yeah. yeah i think i agree yeah i felt like it was more thriller ish yeah yeah well, well reviews reviews we obviously liked the book because we're talking about it yes i gave it a five star i think i gave it either four or four and a half yeah the only reason why... okay so i'll explain my rating my rating was four to four and a half, basically because I'm not normally a huge paranormal person. Yes. Um, it's not usually a genre like that I lean towards and I'm like, Ooh, I really want to read it. But mm-hmm. like you had heard so much about it and, um, wanted to read it. Plus we wanted a spooky read for this month, but yeah. overall, like, I'm glad I read it. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Yep. It was a very good fall read. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. So let's see, uh, who disagreed with us. Let's do it. So while we were looking for hilarious reviews of this book, uh, we'll be honest, there was a lot of reviews that um, discussed things about this book being transphobic. There was things related to racism and politics and debates uh, um, on Christianity. And like everyone has their own opinions on those topics, but we don't really want to get into those on here. 
yeah necessarily no so um we were here to have fun and discuss books exactly so So, and plus everybody has their own opinion on those topics yeah so like we don't you know you know we just yeah we're not we're 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 not gonna the only opinion we're putting out here today is what we felt of the book yes that's exactly that's the depth of our like you said we're gonna have fun and like have some laughs so we were able to find some rather funny ones um not as many as normal because of like we said all the other reviews had like other topics that we don't want that we don't want to discuss because that ruins the fun yeah it's too serious (laughs) yeah so the first one it says it was a book that started off strong and then quickly deteriorate deteriorated into a blazing hot dumpster fire wow (laughs) not sure how this was voted best horror book of this year but maybe i read something different than everyone else yes yes the book you got at the bookstore was a transposed copy (laughs) a dumpster fire book and everyone else read a different book yes right exactly (laughs) that's what happened yes (laughs) you are correct yes (laughs) Uh, the second one was really don't bother with this book it's very teenage in style and not a thriller at all to explain the unexplainable the author uses super natural and it's all nonsense one of the worst books i've read wow i mean (laughs) i i can see how the supernatural might like surprise some people but i feel like it was pretty open about that in the description right so if you don't like those things like Okay, normally I like I said, I don't usually get into books about like supernatural and stuff, but I knew what I was getting into when I was like right. agreeing to read it with you. Yes. Like I knew that it was gonna be something that I didn't normally read. Yeah. And I was fine with it. Yeah. <laughs> Not this person. <laughs> uh so and then the last one, do yourself a favor, play a drinking game for every time South Philly was mentioned. <laughs> So Mallory was from South Philly, South Philly and yeah. moved, you know, then to this town and whatever. So yeah, apparently <laughs> this person thought South Philly was far too mentioned, which I I didn't think so. I thought I didn't just think was it was like that many times. Kind of explained her past and like she did not have a very good upbringing and no. you know the area that she came from was not great. So no, I like just, at one point in the book, like Adrian goes back to the like he drives her back to her hometown. Yeah. So they, and then they end up like talking about stuff. Yes. Like when he decides to forgive her, he's like, you know, we really need to talk, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, so then they end up taking a trip to South Philly, but yeah. 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 I, I didn't, I, think, I didn't it, think it was that bad. I didn't think it was over mentioned, but no. yeah, I guess, I mean, this person <laughs> thinks you can get drunk if you apparently <laughs> take a drink for every time they mention South Philly. I mean, Philly. maybe they're a lightweight. I, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> oh. So overall, would you recommend the book? Yes. Me too. I definitely, definitely think it was a good book for, for like spooky season and yep. just in general. I mean, I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I did too. I thought, like I said, with the pictures, I thought it was different and I always appreciate an author that kind of goes out on a, on a whim and try well, something new. And that's something you're going to remember about that book. Oh, like, absolutely. It was most, a- most of the time you don't see stuff like that. Yeah. So like, okay. Yeah. I remember that about that book. And for those of us that have a mind, like a sieve when it comes to books and can't remember right after we read that will be a minor detail we remember right i will remember that part of the book yes (laughs) so yes yeah i definitely would recommend it me too yeah well i think that's a wrap for today that is okay until next time fellow readers yeah we'll talk to you later bye bye thank you for listening to the bookbound ventures show Please follow us on TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. And lastly, check out our blog at bookboundventures.blogspot.com.